Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining us. I overthink. Many of you may be in the same boat as me, and this week we're going to explore overthinking, why we do it, and why our brains get in our way. Come on and join me for this week's episode on overthinking. I am an overthinker. I have been for as long as I can remember. And I I can tell you that it brought up some memories at my daughter's t-ball practice recently when we were working with her in the backyard on hitting right hitting is for my sports fans from a baseball and softball fans out there hitting is a complex piece of the game you have to be able to step you have to have your arm your your elbow up you have to have your chin your shoulder chin to chin no, chin, shoulder to shoulder, right? Uh, you have to keep your eye on the ball. You have to swing the bat. You have to get the right size bat, right? There's all the things involved with being a great hitter, which makes uh, my mad respect for MLB players even more of a mad respect. But we were working with my oldest daughter on hitting in the backyard, and you could see her processing through the steps, right? I got to step, swing, pull back, swing, hit the ball. And that's just hitting the ball. That's not even thinking about running or whatever the next steps are. And I could see her overthinking all the steps to swinging the bat. And then when we got to t-ball practice later in the week, she, uh, it was her turn for batting practice and holy smokes was this child in her head. And it brought back all the memories on how growing up I was in my head. And as an adult and a professional and a mom, I continue to be in my head and overthink things. So I thought that this would be a good topic to discuss because as women, we're overthinkers. And as part of that, we're also worriers. And I think that those two things go hand in hand. So so I wanted to start out with a quote because y'all know I like quotes. And if you are familiar with Jen Sincero, uh, she is the author of You Are a Badass. She's got several other books in the badass line. But one of the quotes she shared in her book were, our thoughts are the most powerful tools we've got. And from a positive standpoint, 100%, absolutely. And from a negative standpoint, 100%, absolutely, right? So I think that one of the things that um, is, is, has been helpful for me is when I was in therapy several years ago, uh, we were working through some of the things through therapy. And uh, my therapist had said to me, you hold a lot in your mind. And it sounds to me like things are worse in your head than when you say them out loud. So when things get really bad in your head, say it out loud. And um, I spiral, you know, I think that other folks do as well. The situations that happen to me, because that's where they start when you're an overthinker, 
spiral in my head and it grows and it manifests, becomes this ugly monster. And then when I say it out loud, and, and it doesn't actually have to be out loud. It can be out loud to another human being, to yourself. It could be a text message to a trusted friend. But once I say it out loud, it's out of my head. I'm done overthinking it. And a lot of times it is a oh shoot, I was way overthinking this, way over worrying this, way over complicating it when I didn't really need to. So um, I think that, you know, some women, uh, biologically, women think more. That's just a fact. So we've always got thoughts running through our head. We've always got um, the next thing on our to-do list going. And that's a biological that's a biological thing. Men and women uh, are different in that way because the blood flow in a woman's brain helps to increase our ability and our focus and to empathize. And so that's why if you're a mama or you're running a house, you may find that you're always thinking about the next thing. What's on the grocery list? What's the next chore or task that needs to happen? What is uh, tomorrow's schedule? How are we going to manage both early daycare pickup and school pickup because daycares closed early, which both happen at the exact same time, right? So like working through a lot of those things, whereas men tend to kind of go with the flow. And it's not right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just fact. Now, that's a gross generalization. So, of course, not all men are the same way. Not all women are the same way. But generally speaking, I think that uh, we can say that women's brains are just always working, which also plays in to the overthinking. So, um, a couple of things that I enjoyed from the the book 13 Things Mentally Strong Women Do, I'm still in that book and trucking along, were some, some ways that Amy Morin, author, had shared to overcome overthinking. And so uh, one of the things that I really liked was to schedule time for worrying. So especially if you're a scheduler, schedule time for worrying. And at first I was like, how do I fit something else into my schedule? Right? Right? <laughs> so, um, but I, but I liked the idea to schedule that time to worry. And then you can really focus on, you know, 8.30 p.m. is when I'm going to schedule time to worry because all the kids are in bed. It's my time to start winding down. I can run through uh, a list of things and, and a list that she provided I really enjoyed. Um, she said to identify when you are worrying. So are you worrying at the start of the day, in the middle of the day, or do you worry when you get um, emails from certain individuals or you're in certain meetings? So you identify when that worry tends to take place. Set aside a specific time and place to think about your worries. It could be while you're sitting at a desk. It could be while you're journaling. It could be while you're planning for the next day. It could be in the morning. Get your worry time out so that you have a smooth day for the rest of the day. And then when you catch yourself worrying, put a pin in it postpone it, stop worrying, and stay focused on whatever the task is that you're worrying, that you're, that you're working on in that moment. And then really use your worry time to problem solve the issue that you're concerned about. So instead of, if you're a worrier who worries all day long, 
right? And it, and it contributes to maybe your anxiety, maybe your depression, maybe other mental health things that you have going on, giving yourself time to worry and saying, I'm going to put that in my worry bucket. I'm going to put that on my worry board. I'm going to pin it for later. I'm going to come back to it, but I'm going to pin it for later so that I can get through the rest of my day or my tasks or whatever it is. I think that that's a really helpful tool to um, set it aside, get it out of your head, stop thinking about it for a moment. So I really enjoyed that schedule time to worry piece. Another tool that she had shared was changing the channel. And I had to chuckle whenever I read this part because when I was a child and I would have bad dreams, I had a favorite pillow I always had in my bed with me. One of my aunts, I believe, made it for me. And I, it wore so thin you could see through the fabric and see the stuffing on the inside. But I would always have that pillow with me and my mom would tell me when I had a bad dream to change the channel on my dreams, to change the channel on my pillow. And I remember as a kiddo physically changing channels on my pillow in order to help change my thought process. And so this is the same concept, right? Change the channel. Think about something different. Physically get up from the space that you're currently in if you're in a state of overthinking or worrying and move around, go for a short walk, um, talk to a colleague, a friend, a neighbor, a partner, um, whatever that, whatever person might be near that you trust. Um, or, you know, turn on some music or listen to a podcast. This is a great podcast to listen to, right? Um, so, Change the channel on your thought process to pull you out of that overthinking and that worrying. Um, of course, you know, overthinking and worrying can certainly contribute to or lead to mental health issues um, and struggles. And so please make sure that you are taking care of yourself if you feel like you are in a place of depression or anxiety, things that you cannot control without some help, please seek out those professionals to assist you through. Um, but there are components of overthinking and worrying that we can manage and tackle on our own. So um, one of the things that, that really stuck out to me as I thought about overthinking was that we're missing out on things in front of us when we spend our time overthinking and worrying. So um, something that I've just recently started doing as part of a program through um, Coach Jen is called the Messy Bun Getting Goals Done program. And one of those, um, one of these like high intensity habits that she has challenged uh, us, the participants to do is to go on a 10 minute walk. And um you know, I, I like to walk. I like to walk for exercise. I like to walk for calorie burn. I like to walk, generally speaking, most of the time. But what I have chosen to do with my 10-minute walk, and Jen, and Jen says, it's not for the calorie burn. It's not for the exercise. It's not for the weight loss. It's for your mental health and for clarity. And so I've really listened to that. And one of the things that I have been challenging myself to do is to put my phone away and I walk the same street in my neighborhood down to the street and back. And it's 10 to 13 minutes, depending on if I have Garbo with me or not. And I get out of my 
head and I listened to the things around it. I joked on a recent webinar that I was on uh, as a participant and I said, um, wow, did you know that birds sing? Um, and, and everybody kind of chuckled, right? Because I think that uh, as a society, we get to this place where, yeah, we might be walking, but we're also on our phone or we have our headphones in or we're just distracted and not paying attention to ourselves or in tune with uh, what's going on in our head or our surroundings in nature, our body, and 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 really listening to that. And so um, I share that to say I think that that's an excellent tool, just a 10-minute walk when you're in this place where you feel like you're missing out on the things right in front of you, the celebrations, the opportunities to connect with others, the um, the the opportunities for promotion, right? At your job, at your work, if you're too into the overthinking piece. So, so I challenge you to find ways to stop overthinking, to stop worrying. What will work for you? Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's going for a 10 minute walk. Maybe it's coffee time every morning with your favorite human at work or at home. Maybe it's scheduling time to worry. Maybe it's changing your channel. Maybe it's something completely different. But I challenge you to think about how you want to focus or refocus your energy when you start heading down the path of overthinking and of worrying. So this week, my intentions, my intentions for you, I am done apologizing for taking time for myself I'm done apologizing for being an overthinker. I'm done apologizing for worrying. And I'm finding tools to help me be stronger, more conscious person that I know I can be and that I know I am. Have a great week. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. If you enjoy this topic and know other women who will benefit from this conversation, please pass this along to them. I would also be most appreciative if you hit the subscribe button on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join me on Instagram at, at done.apologizing. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are fabulous. You are a badass. You got this, and I'm here for you.